Hello and welcome to the Helix Reviews Podcast. My name is David Arrington, bringing you reviews from a Christian Geek worldview. And today on the show, I'm going to be talking about WandaVision, the first Marvel series on Disney Plus, the first original Marvel series that is on Disney Plus. And I was extremely excited about this. Let's just jump right into the review. around this big house. Well, I assure you, I'm married to a man, a human one. We are an unusual couple. Oh, I don't think that was ever in question. Wanda Vision. WandaVision blends the style of classic sitcoms with the MCU, in which Wanda Maximoff and Vision, two super-powered beings, are trying to just live the ideal suburban life. But then they begin to suspect that not everything is as it seems. Uh, now, I'm not going to go straight into the thematic section. I'm going to save that for the spoiler section, because... I, I'm just going to say this before I get into my review. I'm going to try to, you know, not do any spoilers or anything in my review like normal. But I will say this with WandaVision, it is best to know as little as possible going in to watch this series for the maximum enjoyment, I think. Like, if, if you go into this not really knowing anything about it is when, when you're going to have the best time watching WandaVision. Now let's get into the review. <laughs> As I said earlier, I was extremely excited to watch WandaVision. Really, WandaVision and, and these Disney Marvel shows here on Disney Plus is the reason that I subscribed to Disney Plus. And so I was, you know, of course, extremely excited for this, but I was also, you know, you know, this was the one that was most of a question mark, like out of, out of all the ones they announced, you know, Loki, uh, Winter Soldier, Falcon, all those ones. It's, this one is kind of the one that's the most uh, a question mark because it's really doing something different. It's really doing something kind of odd and strange, but I thought, okay, that could be either a good thing or a bad thing. It could you know, they could try that and it doesn't work or they could do try that and strike some gold, you know. Watching this series, I, I think they were striking some gold. Now, I am not a sitcom guy. You know, most sitcoms I watch, I just, I don't find all that funny. Uh, you, know, you know, to make me laugh in a sitcom, to, to make me really like a sitcom, I guess, it kind of has to be a very particular kind of sitcom. And the, the, the kind of sitcoms that WandaVision are homaging are, are not really that kind of sitcom. I mean, they kind of homage uh, I Love Lucy at one point, and that one's pretty funny. But still, it's not the, the generally the kind of sitcom that is the the kind that I like. Have I said the word sitcom enough in this review? Well, I'm going to say it a few more times. Don't worry. So much like the majority of sitcoms, I didn't find the, the the comedy within the sitcom all that funny, you know, because because you're yeah you're watching it. They're they're doing their sitcommy kind of stuff. There's a little bit of slapsticky stuff in there. There's like the 
the clever, you know, one-liners and stuff. Most of which, again, that I, I just, I didn't find all that funny. Now, that said, the, that doesn't really matter to my enjoyment of this series. Because I really enjoyed this series, despite not finding the the humor that they were going for particularly funny uh you know even if you're not you know crazy about this genre there's so much more in this series to keep you engaged above the the base comedy which is what most of these sitcoms were going for was just the laughs the the kind of base level comedy you know uh, i love their dedication to the the style in this series even though you know i'm not a big sitcom guy they the the way they did the sitcom aspect of it and the way they really kind of kind of went for that i thought was really cool and they really i think they did a good job again not my genre but i think they did a good job at representing some of those you know different kinds of sitcoms that they were going for and then you know with uh each episode the decade of sitcom is kind of progressing it's it's moving forward in time through you know the sitcoms it's homaging you know and, and seeing that progression through time is also extremely cool and then seeing how they take this style that shouldn't really fit in the MCU necessarily especially like with these characters and stuff it shouldn't really work necessarily but they they take that and they make it work in the wider Marvel Cinematic Universe also, which again is extremely cool. And kind of just w what's going on around this sitcom. Because, you know, this is, you know, it's in the MCU. And so you see some of these connections and stuff. And it's, it's, it's really, really interesting, really cool. Uh, I'm not going to go into it because, again, spoilers. So I'm just going to completely avoid that kind of stuff. But great, great stuff. The characters. The characters are, are great. You know, I mean, we get a, a deeper dive into the psyche of Wanda and Vision than we ever have before in the movies. And it's it's great. You know, I mean, these two characters, they've only shown up in, in team-up movies. You know, Avengers, uh, Captain America Civil War and stuff. You know, they, they've only shown up in team-up movies, never having the spotlight like this. You know, they've had moments in those movies and they've had, they've been built up as characters in those movies. But they, they really take that and they, they just, they turn these characters that we know in the movies into the, the ones we know in the comic books to a certain extent. And it's, it, it's really, really cool, you know? And I guess they dive into the, some character elements in here that, that we've only kind of glimpsed before in the MCU. And it's, it's cool to see the way that they further develop both Vision and uh, Wanda. The connections to the, the wider Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, I'm not going to go into them specifically, but the connections, there's tons of connections, like there's there's lots of little hints, there's some bigger things, there's some smaller things, but the, the connections galore in this series, and they are absolutely fantastic. The world building around this series about why everything's going on is fascinating, and just, it's insane, it's crazy, and it's, it's really cool, man, it's really cool. Uh... I saw online that some people, I guess, are mixed on the ending of the series, and I don't really know why. I thought it was a good ending. I thought it was a solid ending. Uh, it's 
you know, maybe I guess I have one little issue with the ending that I'll, I'll discuss in the spoiler section, but it's not too big of a deal in my mind. And it's kind of, I don't know. I, I thought it was great. And I mean, ultimately, if, if you're looking at this series and going, is this one I should check out? Is this a series that I should watch? I'm a fan of some of the other movies, you know, but it's like, is this a must watch for the MCU going forward? And from what I can tell here, from what I can see, I definitely think it is. It's not like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. where, you know, I like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for sure, but you can watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and if you you can not watch any of it and you don't miss anything. This seems like you're going to be missing stuff if you don't watch this series and then you go into future movies. Now, that said, I don't know that that's a great direction necessarily for the MCU as a whole, just in the sense that uh, not everybody's going to watch this series. Significantly less people's going to watch this you know, series than is going to have watched the, the next movie she's going to pop up in or whatnot, you know? So it's like, that's that's kind of, I don't know, that's kind of a weird dichotomy, but this... From again, just from what we've seen here, I'm sure they'll make it work. But from what we've seen here, this seems like must-watch material for the MCU going forward. It's it's very very cool stuff. Uh, I mean, this is this is basically just the Scarlet Witch Vision movie that we all wanted, or I wanted anyway. I wanted that movie, and they gave it to us in the form of a nine-episode series that is just front to back, really tight, really good. And it's just fantastic, man. I, I love this series. I think something's wrong here. Wanda, can you read me? Who's doing this to you? Are you here to help us? <laughs> this is our home. Then let's fight for it. The Helix Reviews Podcast is a proud member of the Christian Geek Central Network, a hub of all kinds of cool Christian geeky stuff from around the web, all funneled to ChristianGeekCentral.com. Check it out. Spoiler warning from this point forward. So I did my spoiler-free review there, and now I'm going to do my spoiler review. Let's talk about a bunch of, spo- bunch of spoilers for WandaVision. And again, if you haven't seen it, this is a series best-watched unspoiled this is a series best watched without knowing things that are coming up because there's a bunch of cool surprises in here that i really enjoyed and i think are extremely cool real quick though i I do want to dive into the the themes of this series i I mean i guess i could have dived into this before but i was just trying to keep that as spoiler free as possible you know so i mean thematically it's about it's about grief so again spoiler warning uh so vision is dead, right? In uh, Infinity War, in uh, Endgame, actually, Vision dies, Thanos pulls the gemstone out of his head, kills him, and then, you know, that was an Infinity War, and then he, uh, you know, and then he proceeds to kill half off the universe. Uh, and so this is about grief. This this series is about Wanda grieving over Vision, and you kind of have some of the steps of grief. They have grief. Uh, you have what nine steps or whatever but you got you know the the denial acceptance all those kind of steps you see a lot of those in this series uh you see her not being able to let go and then 
her kind of holding on to that is affecting and even hurting some of those people around her because of the way that she's acting and stuff. And in this series, of course, that's blown up even more with her, like, controlling all the townsfolk and everything. Uh, but, yeah, that's that's basically thematically what it's about. It's, it's pretty good in that respect. It's, uh, it's the kind of thing where it's it's fairly well done i would say but at the same time i've seen it done better and and you don't really leave this series necessarily thinking of that you leave this series thinking of the the connections to the wider mcu and the the way that she built all this world around her and all those kind of things more so than the thematic elements of this movie uh so yeah i mean that's there you go now let's move on to all the superfluous stuff that uh, I'm really excited to talk about here. Uh, so they made Wanda a witch again in this series. You know, they were uh, they, they started talking about probability hexes and all this kind of stuff. And then, you know, Agatha's like, you're the Scarlet Witch, which I think is actually the first time we hear her uh, described as the Scarlet Witch in the MCU. Like, that's the canon first time somebody has said that. Uh, probably to her, uh, as far as, as far as we've seen, I, I believe this is the first time she actually gets that name. Before that, it was always just Wanda. Uh, so it's cool. It's cool. They give her, uh, those magic powers. And I mean, I'm not a huge magic fan as far as them giving our heroes magic because in the Bible, uh, magic is, uh, is awful, you know, <laughs> magic is one of the things that God hates and, uh, seeing our heroes in movies and stuff, use it is, uh, sad, you know, use it as a positive or as a good thing is, uh, is sad, you know, because ultimately, uh, magic is real and magic is a sin, you know, but this is an aspect of bringing her closer to her comic book counterpart, uh, they, they made her an actual witch instead of making her Instead of making her a mutant, like she uh, she is in, in also in the comics, but I think, I don't know, I don't know how exactly her mutant versus witch thing goes in the comics, because I think she is technically a mutant in the comics, but she is definitely also a witch in the comics. This one, it definitely seems like, alright, we're, we're moving towards the witch thing, and this, uh, you know, when she touched the Infinity Stone, when they were testing on her and stuff, that kind of brought her powers out, and all that kind of stuff, which is cool, I mean, that's a... That's a good way to, to retcon her into it just legit being magic and all that kind of stuff, you know, because she was introduced before magic was in the movies, I think. Because she was, yeah, she was introduced in Age of Ultron and Doctor Strange wasn't until after that, I'm pretty sure. So, uh, yeah, 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 that's right. So she was introduced before magic, so they, they kind of cut down on her magic using or cut down on them calling it magic you know and now it's officially revealed hey she's magic and she's a witch and she's the scarlet witch you know which is cool because it is cool to have to to bring it closer to that uh comic book counterpart you know and and honestly this is kind of this is the the scarlet witch that i've wanted to see in the movies for a long time because the, <laughs> the scarlet witch in the comics is this character that is she is a little bit mentally unstable, and uh, that's the aspect of her that is starting to come out here in this movie, and uh, and and I, I just think I don't know. I think it's interesting, and I think what they're starting to do with it here is interesting, and uh, seeing that kind of side to her 
starting to be uh, to be played with in the MCU, I think is cool. I will say that the the big reveal that oh, it was Wanda, it was Wanda who made all this around her, it was Wanda that did all this. You know, I I, I kind of called that from the start, honestly. I, I called that from before I even seen the series. That's that's honestly what I was assuming was going on. So when everybody was like so what in the world's going on and all these questions on the internet what is this oh my goodness it's like i that that's kind of what i thought was going on just based on her character in the comics you know her in the comics she can massively change things like that and alter things like that and you know house of m type stuff going on uh, which they may be teasing at the end of the series, potentially something like that in the future, maybe, maybe, maybe not. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> um, but I guess that reveal, it it was like an end of the episode reveal, and I was like, whoa, and it's, it was cool, it was well done, but at the same time, it was like, oh, okay, yeah, but I I kind of expected that because that's, that is very much her character in the comics, and so it's like, yeah, okay. There's also the moment where, where Wanda... It says, you know, where Vision says, you can control everybody else, but you can't control me. And she's like, can't I? And I, I guess I thought that was really interesting because in the moment, that was, that was at the point when we thought Wanda went and stole Vision's body. And that's how she recreated him. But actually, it turns out that, I don't know, the part of the Mind Stone that she touched went into her. And that came out of her and became the Vision in the the real world there for a while or in the wando vision verse there for a while and uh <laughs> i guess i thought oh yeah she can't control him because that's his actual body that's him actually there so of course she can't control him like that like she can just control everybody else uh because he's a robot and stuff but no she actually came out of him so then i was like wait why can't she control him then and then it's like oh no she, he came, he was the Mind Stone part of that went into her that came out. That's why she couldn't control him, I guess. Anyway, I don't know. I just thought that was just a very interesting little uh, exchange in there, you know. Uh, let's talk about the outfits. Okay, so we get the Halloween episode where, of course, all the characters dress up just like the comic book characters look. Uh, I mean, you got Vision in this extremely dorky-looking Vision getup that's like, oh my goodness, that does not look good, I think. And, and honestly, I don't know. It's it. I guess it's a little bit closer to his comic book counterpart, but in my opinion, I don't know. I don't think Vision... Vision's look in the MCU is that much different than the, the comics. It is different, but it's not that much different, you know? And so it's like, I don't know. Yeah, definitely his original outfit's better now. And I don't know, I thought Wanda's outfit was like pretty legit, you know? It was a pretty legit Scarlet Witch outfit. And really with a few t tweaks and changes, that could have been her like legit superhero costume, right? Uh, but, you know, we, we actually get her legit superhero costume uh, a little later on. Uh, Quicksilver, real quick, Quicksilver's comic accurate costume is like super cheesy and dorky, but it's fun. It's like, I like it. It's 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 kind of actually a combination of his suit from the comics and a, and his suit from the, uh, from the X-Men movies, because this is... <laughs> They bring back the Quicksilver, oh, for, from the X-Men movies. They bring back, uh, what's his name, Evan Peters, to these movies in order to play 
kind of like the Quicksilver he did in the X-Men movies, but it's somebody else and, you know, pretending ultimately to be the Quicksilver in this movie. Very strange, very weird. That's one of those things that I... I I wish it wasn't spoiled for me, but that got spoiled for me ultimately because of social media and stuff, so that's pretty stupid. Uh, but <laughs> but I wish that wasn't spoiled for me because that's one of those moments where, uh, you know, she opens the door and you see Quicksilver, but the other Quicksilver, and he's like, hey, sis, and it's like, what? And that was one of those things that's like, like I, I mean, I... I didn't exactly know what was going on there, but I didn't necessarily expect him to actually be the X-Men's version of Quicksilver, you know? I don't know, because then you're bringing over, I guess unless they were opening portals to other dimensions or something, because then they would be bringing over the X-Men in that universe, which is, I'm sure is not the X-Men that they want to have in the MCU. And it's not the X-Men I want to see in the MCU, honestly. it's, it's a, That's a completely different X-Men. Unless they open up portals and stuff and, and bring some of those guys over or something, then maybe they could do something like that. But I want to see a completely different X-Men team in this version of the MCU. And so I'm glad that this wasn't actually that Quicksilver. I guess they could have made it that Quicksilver and just had, had Agatha make a portal or something i don't know <laughs> that is a cool thing though bringing over that version of quicksilver kind of and into this mcu show to kind of it, it both messes with wanda in the series but it also messes with the viewers thinking about how this works with the other x-men movies how this works with Quicksilver already being in the MCU earlier, all this kind of stuff. It's kind of this weird thing, but it's it's, it's really cool. It's kind of a, a clever little twist on, on the series here that I, I thought was pretty cool. Okay, then we get to Wanda's actual outfit here. Uh, so we see like a real brief glimpse of it in the, Scar the Scarlet Witch costume in the, the Mind Stone. And from that point, I'm going, wait, okay. Is she going to actually get her real costume in this series? Like, is she going to get her costume with the top piece, her little crown or, or whatever that is on top? And she totally does. And it's cool. It's a it's a good adaptation from the comics. You know, it's it's like kind of similar to the comic book version, but altered enough to to work well on screen. You know, it's kind of a classic MCU adaptation of Scarlet Witch's costume, and I think it looks great. I think it looks really cool. You know, and and I'm glad they finally got it. You know, because they they had her in other outfits that were, you know, th that would kind of hint at her outfit. They would be red and black and the, you know, but it was never her outfit. She never had the headpiece or anything. And yes, that outfit in the comics, if, you know, especially if you look at the wrong comics, it's, it's not that great looking. It's kind of stupid looking, but they've adapted stupider looking characters they adapted vision who's the stupidest looking character he's he's in the comics he is a ridiculous looking character but you know <laughs> they they adapted that and they made that look good and so i'm i'm kind of i'm happy that they actually made her outfit though where in the world did she get it i don't know she just became the scarlet witch and just now she has an outfit, I guess. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah, I don't know. Kind of, kind of weird. N nobody made it, I guess. Just once you fully become the Scarlet Witch, you just kind of get this outfit, I guess. I don't know. Uh, maybe she just thought it was cool and it's like, hey, I can illusion this outfit around me or something, maybe, or maybe de-illusion it not being there or something. Anyway. <laughs> 
very cool though. I, I'm glad that they finally brought that costume into the the movies. It was the kind of thing where it's like I understood the decision to not bring it in before, but I'm I'm glad they finally did, and it it looks cool. You know, it's cool. It, it's not. It, it's one of those things that's not gonna stick out in you know, in the rest of the Avengers and the rest of the MCU movies, you know, that's not so ridiculous or overboard or anything that you look at that and go, wow, she looks terrible or anything. It's cool, you know. Uh, Vision. Okay, we get the white Vision in this series, which I know white Vision is in the comics. I've never really read any of the comics with him. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, Vision, there's like a white Vision and a color Vision, and then at one point they like merge to become the same Vision, and honestly that's kind of what I thought was going to happen in here because we had the mind of Vision projected out from Wanda, and then we had the, the body physical nature of Vision, you know, with this white Vision, so I kind of thought they would those two were going to merge and then they were going to have, hey, look, now Vision's back alive again, you know. I kind of thought that's how it was going to end. It didn't end up happening that way uh, and that's that's fine, ultimately. But that would have been a good way if you were going to bring Vision back from the dead, I think. Uh, it still could potentially happen and uh, and the way they end it, you know, with, with Wanda and Vision talking and stuff saying, hey, we said goodbye, we said hello again and now we're saying goodbye again and, you know, in all likelihood we're going to say hello again or, you know, whatever they say and so it's like okay so you know they're they they have plans probably for bringing vision back maybe they're just saying that because they know they will eventually or something <laughs> but they probably have plans of where vision will be coming back in the mcu at some point and uh and of all characters coming back to life loki's come back to life so many times it's getting kind of ridiculous and stuff but of all characters Vision works for me, you know, Vision works for me more than most, I guess just because he's a robot, you know, so it's like, okay, it works that this robot is coming back to life, as opposed to if a human or something is, is just coming back to life all the time, you know, it's, which would just be stupid, you know, don't bring back Robert Downey Jr., you know what I mean, don't bring back Iron Man, because he, he's dead, you know what I'm saying? Alright, uh, <laughs> oh dude, the fight, though, with, with white vision and color vision is just fantastic, man. They're beating each other up, flying all over the place. Probably the best vision fight scene that we've ever seen, you know, including in the, the mainline movies. Just absolutely fantastic. The, the part where he, they go intangible and they're, like, sticking their arms into each other and then becoming tangible so then they can't move and they're struggling like that extremely cool extremely clever just a, a great great action sequence in that final episode really really cool i guess in the same lines of uh, of the visions merging and and vision actually surviving this series uh i was kind of hoping that the family would still exist in the real world like the family would would come out and and wanda would have a family at the end of the movie i understand why they didn't the again the series was about grief it was about uh, accepting the death and, and kind of moving on only she didn't necessarily have to accept the death I don't know she says oh well we'll see you again later I guess that's I don't know <laughs> I mean that's what Christians do I guess so is that, but that's not what they mean obviously I don't know, it's <laughs> uh, I don't know anyway I was kind of hoping that the family would still exist just because there there is no I mean, I guess Hawkeye, but there, there's not really many characters, there's not really many superheroes that are also the family story, and I think that aspect of this show 
is really cool and I would I'd love to see that actually come and, and kind of be a mainstay though I understand why they they didn't do that in this series you know uh, the kids the kids are great the kids are a lot of fun and funny at a lot of points and uh, and I yeah I enjoyed them I, I think they did a pretty good job uh, giving you these characters to that you can attach to young characters here that you can attach to and that you can see Wanda and Vision attached to, you know, and it's it's very well done. I will say Wanda gets off pretty scot-free in this series because she she hurts a lot of people like both psychologically and just I, I don't know, maybe not physically necessarily. She kind of beats the town up for sure, but she definitely psychologically scars like everybody in this town. There's people that were like standing in one place for this whole entire time apparently. That was a fascinating sequence going out to the edge of the the perimeter there where these these background characters that it almost looks like when you go out of bounds in a video game. You, you can watch YouTube videos where they go out of bounds and you can see you know, some of these characters that you see way off in the background and they're not really doing much, but they're there to so you can see them in the background. That's kind of what was going on in this series where, like, you know, there's these characters way off at the edge of town that are on the edge of her control that really aren't doing anything. You know, they're watering the lawn, but they're just standing there with the water going, just, like, not moving or whatever, you know, or the, the one guy that said, oh, my kids have been in their bedroom for this whole time or whatever, you know, like, all this kind of stuff that, yeah, I just, I just thought that was absolutely fascinating right there. And then when Vision tried to, to go out of the dome and he's getting sucked back in, that that was another one that just added to the mystery. It's like, why can't he go out of the dome? Other people have successfully went into and then back out of the dome at that point. She's pushed people out of the dome. Can Only she let people out of the dome. Like, wh wh what is this? And, uh, I don't know. It is interesting. You know, and that was one that would really kind of added to the mystery. All right, talking about other characters that popped up in here, there's a lot of like little side characters and stuff from some of the other MC movies that popped up in here. Uh, Kat Dennings, who played Darcy in uh, Thor The Dark World and the, the first Thor movie, she's the comedic sidekick to uh, Natalie Portman's character. And so, you know, in those movies, she was pretty funny, but she was okay. And then she comes here and... Again, the same thing. She's okay. I did find her a little bit annoying sometimes, but, uh, yeah, okay. But the characters, I, I really enjoyed coming back here. Jimmy Woo is back. Uh, he's from, uh, from Ant-Man. And, dude, he's better than ever here. He's the, the cop in Ant-Man. Better than ever here. Really enjoyed this character and what they did with him. And, uh, y you know, if they do make an X-Files type show starring this character's, like the, this character, like the rumors say, then, dude, I'm, I'm totally on board for that. Like, if they do that on Disney Plus or something, then I'm on board to watch this guy, uh, figure out some weird, creepy crimes and stuff, you know? I, th that sounds interesting, and I, I think he was a really fun character. I really like this guy. Uh, Monica Rambu, the, the little girl that was from Ms. Marvel, is in this series, all grown up now, and she gets her superpowers in this series, which is pretty cool. They're also pretty undefined. Like, I'm, I don't know this character a ton from the comics. I'm, a, I'm kind of aware of her, and she kind of gets her comic book looking outfit in here. Definitely not the comic book outfit, but she has the shirt with the lines in the right spot and the symbol and all that kind of stuff. And it's like the suit that she uses to go into the, uh, to go into the hex and all that kind of stuff. 
her power is pretty undefined in here. She is a character that replaced Captain Marvel at one point. That, that That's one thing I do know about her. And then later she, you know, I assume when Captain Marvel came back, she went off to, to become her own superhero, you know. And so I assume she would have somewhat similar powers to Ms. Marvel, which I guess she does display that because she seems to absorb some powers and then kind of use them, which is uh, Ms. Marvel's thing or which is uh, Captain Marvel's thing. And so, but she doesn't fly and she doesn't do, you know, other Captain Marvel-y things. I, again, I'm not 100% sure on all her superpowers, but I, I think she does seem like she has some of the similar things where she absorbs powers and then can release them. Uh, why she gets them there, why she doesn't get them the first time she goes through the hex, uh, I'm not 100% sure. Maybe they explain that and I just missed it or something. But uh, interesting. And, you know, this is the character that... You know, I, I was aware of in the comics, and I knew she had powers and stuff, and obviously she doesn't here, and so I'm like, okay, they're they're probably building up to giving her powers or something at some point, whether that be in Captain Marvel 2 or here or something, but she has here, so when she presumably pops up in Captain Marvel 2, she's going to have powers then, which is interesting. So yeah, that that's interesting, interesting stuff to see. Agatha Harkness is in this series. Again, this is a character that is definitely from the comics, but I, I don't know this character too well. So I looked her up on Wikipedia like any good Marvel fan, or is that a bad Marvel fan? Anyway, I looked her up on Wikipedia, and it, it said she was a antagonistic mentor to, to, to Scarlet Witch, which is like, oh, I guess that's kind of what happened in this series because she's definitely antagonistic because it was it was Agatha all along. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that 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 little song they did well, that, that was hilarious, man. That was hilarious. Uh, but but she shows up in here and she was kind of a antagonistic mentor. She was a villain and she was somebody that Scarlet Witch had to take down. But she's also the reason that Scarlet Witch discovered all her powers to the extent that she did. I mean, she was already starting to discover that stuff because she created this place and then that's when Agatha saw it and was like, oh, I gotta go check this out. I gotta go absorb this magic, you know? And so it's like, yeah, it's interesting stuff. Uh, again, I don't know the character too well from the comics, but I, I think she was a cool villain for the end of the series here. And, and it, they did it in a clever way, you know? They, they, they set her up as this kind of all oh, the goofy side character and all this kind of stuff, but then revealing, oh, these, she was there, and you could see some of that those elements earlier on in the series, kind of looking back, and you go, oh, okay, I see where maybe she was setting some things up earlier in the series. She finds the dog very conveniently dead. Huh, wonder what's up with that. And then I killed the dog, too, by the way. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was good, it was good. This series, it, this series was just, it was super fun, man. It was really fun. Uh, Sword plays a huge role in this series, and it's interesting. Uh, it's it's not the sword that we know from the comics. I did, I don't really know how the sword started in the comics, but sword in the comics is very much an extraterrestrial monitoring, watching, and communicating kind of station, you know. And it's it's more the station than Nick Fury's up on up in the sky, you know, which they they hint at at the end of the series when uh, Jessica. Uh, not Jessica, Monica Rambu 
is uh, taken aside and then, hey, I'm a scroll and you got to go talk to some guy up there, which is presumably Sam Jackson. There's presumably Nick Fury, right? That's what I'm assuming that means, unless he means Talion, I guess, which is the, the main scroll guy. But I'm assuming they're going to take that. They're going to have sword up there and then kind of start the sword that, that we know in the comics, which is this, you know, the in this outer space and this uh, kind of space watching defending kind of program that's there uh you know spider woman once joined sword and was fighting off a bunch of scrolls we gonna get that in the mcu that'd be pretty cool i like spider woman and that yeah it'd be pretty cool let's do that huh uh (laughs) probably not but that would be cool. So we talked a little bit about one of the after credits scenes there. You know, it says, oh, I was sent by an old friend of your mother's, you know, and assuming that's, you know, Nick Fury. And it's like, okay, so this is how S.H.I.E.L.D. or S.W.O.R.D. gets their outer space base. And, uh, yeah, that's that's cool. You know, it's, uh, yeah, this seems like a very different version of S.W.O.R.D., but it seems like we're going to be moving forward into the version of S.W.O.R.D. that I know of in the comics, and that's pretty cool. Uh, and then the second after credit scene, two after credit scenes in this one, uh, we get Scarlet Witch, uh, reading the Book of Evil, the Darkhold, the Darkhold book, I think is what it was called, and, uh, you know, this is kind of maybe setting up for a villainous role in Doctor Strange 2, uh, she's gonna be in Doctor Strange 2, so maybe it's setting her up for more of a villainous role, or maybe it's just... You know, maybe she's the one that kind of blows up the the multiverse of madness and all that kind of stuff, right? Uh, Or she's just struggling with this power and and needs Doctor Strange to help her sort it out because he's the master at all this stuff now. You know what I mean? That could be it. Either way, I I could see that going either way. It would be and it would be cool either way if they wanted to make her into a villain. You very easily could could because she was essentially a villain for at least a portion of this series, a good portion of this series. And, and honestly, that was, that's kind of cool. Uh, <laughs> cause it's, it's kind of, it is interesting to see, you know, one of the characters kind of, kind of break. And one of these characters that was already on the villainous side earlier switches over to good. And then she just kind of, you know, this event with vision and everything kind of broke her. And now she's supposed to be on her way back to good, potentially, but then she's reading the Darkhold, and oh boy. By the way, the Darkhold, this, th- that book was in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., right? It, that, that was, was that what was turning people into ghosts? I don't, I don't exactly remember. It's been a while since that was in the series, but I'm pretty sure that book was in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., so it's like, okay, wait, did that book, I don't know, I don't know how how they work with the canon of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and all that kind of stuff, you know, because the MCU, as the the whole, the bigger MCU, seems to mostly ignore that. And uh, now we have the the shows on Disney+, and we're probably not going to get Marvel shows really much anywhere else, probably. Uh, no, actually, we're getting one on Hulu, the MODOK series, but that's not going to be in the MCU, I don't think. Anyway, I don't know if this is, I mean, yeah, I don't know if this is an instance of them just completely ignoring Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., or if this... This can work with wherever the Darkhold ended up in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, it's it's interesting. It popping up in here and stuff. And uh, yeah, I think it's it's setting up for things to come. Setting up for Doctor Strange 2 is, is what it seems to be. This is setting up for a, a lot of things, it seems like. I don't know. I guess Doctor Strange 2 and Captain Marvel 2 with, you know, Rambo. And then you got, you know her going straight into Doctor Strange. So I guess, 
you're setting up for a couple different movies in this series. And again, it's it's because of these kind of things. It's like, it, it really does seem like this is pretty essential viewing for the future. I mean, I'm sure they'll they'll try to make it work. They'll tr they'll make it work in those movies as you can just watch this movie and everything and you'll be fine. But it's like knowing this backstory about Scarlet Witch will help if she's the one that goes and seeks out Doctor Strange for help or something, you know, or or you know, seeing her again, seeing Rambo again and she has these powers and stuff suddenly in Captain Marvel, it's like, oh, that, where, how did that happen? That's kind of weird. Are they just going to brush that off? Are they going to explain it? And if they explain it, then they're going to explain the entire plot to Wonder Woman Vision or something? That can't be. So it's like, I don't know. It's it's kind of a weird thing. It's a weird balance that uh, that I don't know how that's going to work. I guess some people don't watch all the MCU movies and just watch you know certain ones picked out, which means they're going to miss you know, certain things about certain characters, you know, if you don't watch the, you know, if you didn't watch Doctor Strange, you wouldn't know who he was going into Infinity War and all that kind of stuff, so I suppose in that aspect it could work moving forward here, and, and hopefully it does, but it's also kind of a, a weird thing if you, if you watch the first Captain Marvel and then suddenly this little girl is, that's, that's now grown up in this next one is like, <laughs> I don't know, she has superpowers and stuff, and it's like, where did that, when did that happen, how did that, what, you know, it's it's kind of weird, it's kind of interesting, uh, but for someone like me that's watching all these things, it's, it's pretty awesome, it's really cool. What did you think of WandaVision? Let me know, Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Coming up soon on the show, uh, Justice League, the Snyder Cut, is coming out very soon. And then uh, and then I, I want to hurry up and get back to my uh, best of the decade list to kind of finish that series off as well. That's all for this time, guys. This is David Arrington, the Helix Series Podcast, signing off. Bye, guys. <laughs>